This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today we're talking about a possible case where an alien may have been shot at Fort Dix back in 1978. And there's been a lot written on this. This particular article we're looking at today was was uh, published June 9th, 2018 by Nick Redfern. Probably one of my favorite uh, UFO writers around. And you can find it on MysteriousUniverse.com, or excuse me, MysteriousUniverse.org. Um, interesting site. And the article's titled, An Alien Shot Dead on a Military Base, Nick Redford, June 9th, 2018. He begins the article, he says, Now and again I get asked for my views on extremely controversial UFO cases that first surfaced back in 1980. It all revolved around the supposed shooting of an extraterrestrial creature on a military base in New Jersey. A statement was made to the late UFO researcher, Leonard Stringfold, who was a longtime collector of stories of crash UFOs and dead aliens. It's a story told by the key source, a man that Stringfield gave the pseudonym of Jeffrey Morse. On September 23, 1980, Stringfield received a communication in the mail from Morse, who claimed a military background and who had a startling tale to tell. Seems, seems nice to remember the days back before email, and you had to actually mail your story. You just couldn't uh, post it online or send it to somebody. In January of 1978, it says, uh, this is how the letter begins. In January of 1978, I was stationed at McGuire Air Force Base, New Jersey. One evening during the time frame of 0300 hours and 0500 hours, there were a number of UFO sightings in the area over the airfield. And Fort Dix MPs were running code in the direction of Brownville, New Jersey. A state trooper then entered gate number five at the rear of the base requesting assistance and permission to enter. I was dispatched and the trooper wanted access to the runway area, which led to the very back of the airfield and connected with a heavily wooded area, which is part of the Dix training area. He informed me that a Fort Dix MP was pursuing a low-flying object, which then hoovered over his car. He described it as oval-shaped with no details and glowing with a bluish-green collar. His radio transmission was cut off at that time. It, in front of his police car appeared a thing about four feet tall, grayish-brown, fat head, long arms, and slender body. The MP panicked and fired five rounds of his 45 cal into the thing and one round into the object above. The object then fled straight up and joined with 11 others in the sky. This is all we saw, but didn't know the details at the time. Anyway, the thing ran in the woods toward our fence line, and they went to look for it. By this time, several patrols were involved. We found the body of the thing near the runway. It had apparently climbed the fence and died while running. It was all of a sudden hush-hush, and no one was allowed near the area. We roped off the area, and... AFOSI, I suppose that's the investigators, came over, came out and took over. That was the last I saw of it. 
There was a bad stench coming from it, too, like ammonia, smelling but wasn't constant in the air. That day, a team from Wright-Patterson Air Force Base came in a C-141 and went to the area. They crated it in a wooden box, sprayed something over it, and then put it into a bigger metal container. They loaded it in the plane and took off. That was it. Nothing more said. No report made, and we were all told not to have anything to say about it, or we would be court-martialed. I will be getting out of the Air Force in about two months. Do not disclose my name, as I could get into trouble. I am interested in pursuing this and other matters if you need help. Forgive me for not signing this, but I can't take any chances. Please reply to the above address, and my parents will forward it to me, or I will be home already. Don't send it here because it monitor all my mail closely, and I, again, don't want to take any chances. The article continues, Stringfield dug deep into the story, checking things out for himself, and enlisting the help of the late UFO investigator Richard Hall. Stringfield was able to chat with Morris on the phone just a few weeks before Christmas 1983. Hall met with Morris in January 1985 in Washington, D.C., Hall told Stringfield shortly afterwards that he, Hall, detected nothing in his manner or story to cause skepticism. In addition, Morse provided a military document, that's the DD Forum 1569, that detailed the shooting of the alien. Unfortunately, the document was a photocopy, which made it worthless since anyone could have concocted it. It would have been far more impressive had it been an original. There is very little doubt that this case is bogus, even though there is a degree of data suggesting Morse really was employed at McGuire Air Force Base. Indeed, he provided a name of one person connected to the base and allegedly connected to the affair, too, at the time of the alleged incident, and which did prove to be accurate. But I'm still unimpressed, Redburn says. I refer you to a lengthy report prepared, for, prepared by, N, by NIDS, the National Institute of Discovery Science. It's titled, preliminary investigation into the alleged shooting of a non-human entity at Dix McGuire Air Force Base on January 18, 1978. The report states, after a great deal of in-depth digging was over, NIDS, working hypothesis, which is subject to change based on further emerging evidence, is that the 1978 McGuire AFB incident did not happen. Further, the putative Fabrication of the DD Form 1569 suggests that Fort Dix incident may be a hoax. And this was written by uh, Nick Redford, Redfern. This case is all over the internet, actually. Um, it's one of those cases that just sticks around in the UFO folklore. And it seems plausible when you think about it. I mean, it is an Air Force base. There's lots of cases uh, of UFOs being not only sighted around uh, Air Force bases, mil military bases of all kind, but, excuse me, Army Air Force Base, but it it just leaves so much um, that it doesn't answer. You know, the guy talks about, he refers to this as a thing, it sounds like a gray from the description of it, which makes you wonder, well, maybe that does seem a little bit plausible because the guy's just telling you what he saw. You wonder if this, if it was true, you wonder if this UFO was just in the area checking up on our military or maybe somehow it was connected to the base. And uh, this, this guy just, uh, this alien just escaped. 
But Redford says he doesn't believe it. And the thing that does the thing that I find really probably the most, as he says, likely to make this uh, not true, is the fact that they sent them a copy of the uh, internal uh, DD fifteen sixty nine form. I mean, first off, why would you risk it? Why would you risk taking um, a military form like that off a base or copying it? I mean. I don't know. For all I know, you could be charged with some sort of security violation or espionage. Who knows? I mean, it just seems very strange to me that, that anybody would even go to that length. Unless, of course, maybe this was uh, some sort of controlled disclosure, or in some way maybe the military was trying to form a narrative here. I don't know. Lastly, uh, the thing as far as NIDS investigating it, it's fine. I mean, no disrespect to Robert Bigelow, but, you know, NIDS has done a lot of work with the government. So, anything that they're going to say is, I mean, I have to take that with a grain of salt. I mean, we have to, we have to be uh, analytical about this. And if you're talking about a corporation that's getting uh, grants from the government, which we've been told is what's happened with NIDS, and they're uh, connected through the government through uh, space research. And now I think even, you know, maybe they've changed the name and everything to where it doesn't exist, but it's some other company. There's just too many connections with the government, too many deep state connections for me to say that NIDS is the last word on this thing. Uh, to me, it's an interesting story, and maybe it's something that happened somewhere else, and this guy's just repeating it. There's no uh, specific evidence, and the one evidence they do produce is this uh, photocopy of this uh, Defense Department form, which, as far as I'm concerned, actually um, creates more doubt than anything that this ever happened. At any rate, it is an interesting article. You can find it over on uh, mysteriousuniverse.org. Um, Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.